everyone, welcome to episode 4 of The Vault, the gaming podcast where we take some of the greatest games of all time and we have a chat about them. This week we're doing our new segment called Vault VR, so every four episodes or so we're going to be talking about three VR games that we're playing at the moment. So, which ones are we talking about today? We are talking about Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes, The, yes. the London Heist and Sneaky Bears. Sneaky bears. Which all have a sort of, I don't know, spy type kind of... No. <laughs> they do, because Sneaky Bears is very similar to... It's got James Bondy type parody vibes. That's true. Keep talking, nobody explodes, you're defusing a bomb. So that's all policey and all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And the, the London heist is very... Again, Shut up, you slag! <laughs> <laughs> what is that from? It's from Kevin, the Kevin Bishop show. Oh, when yeah, he does yeah. the Ross Kemp on. Okay. And there's one called Ross Kemp in. Right. And he comes out in like panto gear. Oh, uh, yeah. He's like, yeah. tonight, I'm in panto. <laughs> and then someone laughs at him and he goes, shut up, you slag. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's London High summed up. Okay, we've covered that one. Um, like, and then tick. Yep. Um, so, keep talking and nobody explodes. Yes. Actually, let's, let's walk through when we got the VR. Oh, that was a while. That was a long that time was a ago. Wee while ago now. Our, I say our. It's not actually mine. Yeah, it might as well be. I've like adopted it. Yeah. <laughs> the VR that we have is PlayStation VR, obviously, just because we're, we're more PlayStation. PlayStation whores. So... Oh, PlayStation whores. <laughs> whores. <laughs> whores. It's true. Yes. I. I mean. Yeah, there are better ones out there, of course. You know, the ones for PC and stuff. But I, I'm happy with what we got with the PlayStation VR. So I'll, I'll run with that. I think because we never experienced anything like that before. Oh, it was amazing. It was pretty wild. I remember having a cold, like a horrendous cold. I do not remember that. I do. I was obviously too fascinated by the VR. So I was playing and I was like, oh, this is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pinching your nose. Yeah, basically. Oh, dear. But yeah, that was a good... Um, a good afternoon and a good weekend. I mean, it's still... The thing is with the VR, it's... You have... I don't know where I'm going. Do you know where you're going to? Do you like the things that last? I like this little intermission, <laughs> so I'll just, I'll, I'll just go with that. Originally by Diane Ross, covered by Jennifer Lopez. The VR is good for a smattering of games. I don't think... Ooh, smattering. Yeah, look at me with my words. Look at um, you with the words. Uh, it's just... Big story games, I don't feel like, you know, they don't work in it perfectly yet. No, um, I think... Uh, Resident Evil was good in it and Skyrim, you know, it's cool, but I always get too motion sick from them yeah, games. Yeah, I think so. when you're in it for a long time, it's... Until you get like that VR mm. treadmill and everything and you're like actually running in place and all that sort of thing, then it'll be really good, but that's a few years off. So. Let's talk about the VR itself for a second because... Obviously, it's been out for a little while now, but they are quite pricey. Yeah. So a lot of people haven't maybe experienced it or had to go on a public one or anyone. So what does the VR do for you? A lot. <laughs> that is my input to okay, this conversation. Okay, thank you. Thank you for your time. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it, a box it, on your head. <laughs> it, um, I mean, I was fascinated by the box itself when you opened it and it was like all diagonal. And everything. Oh, yeah, that, that was cool. Was, that was awesome. I really liked the uh, the little cleaning cloth. Yeah, that is awesome as well. Very yeah. handy. Yeah. Because yeah. you get quite warm when you play. Mm. I love that we're not actually talking about the experience itself. We're just like, oh, it looks so nice. <laughs> oh, well, it's really nice when yep. you open the box. Yeah. <laughs> 
it's got like a book in it and everything but i remember um, that day when we first played it because i think we got we didn't take the game in the end did we we were like nah we'll just no the, buy whatever the, well, and then in the end we ended up buying vr which we could have just had for free yeah and we pretty much just rinsed the london heist didn't we mm, that was the first thing that we played yeah so it makes really? sense to talk about that one first i think really well let's. let's i mean you've got other experiences i think i just remember putting the headset on when you're in just the menu of vr worlds and it's that's in itself is really strange yeah um because you're going from your little sort of shed. gaming den shed thing to yeah. like the inside of a cathedral, basically, when you open up yeah, VR worlds, mad, isn't, it? isn't it? That that's the thing that I'm. That is the thing that has impressed me the most that I've noticed throughout all of the VR stuff is the, how it deals with scale. So like if you're yeah. standing on the top of a building and like looking over the edge, you feel like mm. you really the are. immersion. I th- I think that's the thing. Like when you go to play it, you don't actually think when you watch someone play it and you can see it on the screen, you think, how are you finding this so immersive? But when you've yeah. got it on, it's a completely different You're there. Thing. It is really cool. Yeah. It's I mean, so strange. The thing with the London Heist that got me from the first point, you do that little tutorial and I liked how even just, obviously you're using the, the move controllers mm-hmm. and you just reach and pick up the gun. Oh and the, yeah, the way you your the hand like, like clasps around like the, the gun and then you mm. pick up like the little magazine, you actually have to put it inside the gun. Yeah, I was already. Oh, I'm sold on this game. Mm. <laughs> I was like, I want it now. <laughs> yeah, that was. I think that is one of my favourites. To be fair. Yeah, uh, it's one I can always go back to and just relentlessly just play over and over again. Just mm. the way it was done is. And even awesome. then, you've got like little trophies and stuff that you can pick on, pick up. Sorry, pick on. Pick up and on. Yeah, it's um. So the London Heist. What is the plot? Now that's a. You know, it's it's kind of it's almost spoilery in some sense because it's actually even if it's a short little game, it's got a cool little plot to it. Yeah. So spoiler alert: if you haven't played the London Heist, maybe skip on. However long we're talking. However about long it. we speak. Yeah, I know. Ten, fifteen minutes, maybe ten minutes. Ten minutes. We'll say ten that. minutes. Okay. Um, catch you in ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah. See you then. Bye. Um, so you wake up. In a garage. Is it Mick's garage? It's something like that, yeah. And what, Mick? And he's interviewing you, isn't he? And all that sort of thing. Well, it's scary because, again, the scale is mad. So you just see on screen, like when you were playing it. Just massive, some massive, bold, of... cockney bloke coming right like, in your face. It's like Ross Kemp. Yeah, pretty much. Jason Statham and Ray Winston have had a baby together. <laughs> and this man is, is their child, yeah. their love child. So you're sort of strapped to a chair, aren't you? Yeah, being like, he's kind of interrogating you and then it flips back and forward between points in the story and then it comes to a revelation at the end, doesn't it? Pretty much. Where you wind up in that same yes. that same spot. So then I think you go to the pub, don't you? Which is one of the... the I mean, no. That's every, really every part cool. of this game is cool. There's not one point where I'm like... Even though you're just sitting there listening to like a conversation, you're always able to do little things. Like mm-hmm. The best part in this section is definitely smoking the cigar. I knew you were going to say that. Because you can put it up to your mouth. And I'm sure, I don't, I'm, I'm sure this is the case. If you blow out... Yeah, the smoke. The comes smoke out. actually does come out your mouth. Because you've got it? a microphone. I, I didn't know if that was just. You've got a microphone, I think, in the VR. It must be something. So like it registers. That, it? it some registers sort of it for you. Yeah. But even like the phone, so you're getting phone calls through because you're oh, you realizing, text, I think, that you? you're getting semi double crossed. Yeah. That's at it. this point, so you're sort of picking up the phone, reading the text. Yeah. And then you've got just bits and bobs to do. Even just looking around in this game, it is really cool. Yeah, I mean, when you light, what's his name, cigar as well, he comes over and. Mm. he leans across and he's like oh light the cigar and then you just have to hold the lighter up and actually light it oh that was just just really satisfying yeah it just feels very london pubby as well all the atmosphere is very london 
Yeah, it is like a Guy Ritchie film, isn't it? Yeah, it's like Snatch or Lockstock, basically. <laughs> yeah. You've rolled into a VR 20-minute, half-hour game. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Ooh. laughs> I know I feel like an old lady today because I'm cold, but... <laughs> oh, blimey. Oh, dear. Christ. <laughs> so I think after that, you go into the chase scene, don't you? No. No, 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 no. You, you have not? the heist. The, the, oh, shit, yeah. The London heist. <laughs> the actual heist. Oh, yeah, this... because you're looking for Serena. So in your head, you're thinking, Serena, is this a lady? Yeah. And it's actually a diamond. And you're basically, what, you're sat behind a desk, aren't you? And you have a load of little puzzles to do, which are, I the interactivity in that, I was so impressed by. Yeah, Just same. I loved opening little doors, pushing little, like, keypads and... You know, I won't say everything that you have to do, but like it's just it's cool how you have to like reach around things and then you because mm. you have to avoid the guards, don't you? Because they're sort of searching. So he says like always coming in and you have to like duck down. You have to duck down. I don't know if they actually do see you. You might be able to stand up straight there and they won't see you. But it's still the no. The I fi- think that you the feeling when you're in would. there, you do feel like oh god. I mean, well, you me. took that sneaky photo. Fo- that photo, that video of me, didn't you? Yeah, and you're literally it, you look ridiculous. I mean, I do when you're in the VR and you don't when you're in your world. In VR, you don't know what's going no. on and you don't realise how absolutely mental you look. When you, <laughs> yeah. you just got this thing on your head and you're just dancing all over the place. It is it's quite like, funny. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but you yeah, don't really so get it until you're in there. In this game, you can have certain aids enabled, can't you? So you've got the laser sights that you can have that sort of help you with aim assist. Yeah, because you have two difficulties, don't you? Gangster and foot soldier, I think it is. Yeah, I can't so remember foot which soldier one. is like mega hard. Is it, it that way round? Yeah. I can't remember which way round it is. I was just... Well, I'm pretty sure that it is. If it's not, then oh well. But yeah, you have a laser sight, don't you, in your pistol? Yeah, and then obviously if you're on the higher difficulty, it takes it off completely, which is quite hard when you're first... Because I think we started playing it without. Yeah, I mean, it's cool because if you don't play with the laser sight, you actually have to look down the the sights of the gun to shoot, which, again, is something you don't get in other games. I mean, obviously you do in first-person shooters, but you're physically pulling the gun up to your face and like looking Mm. down it, so... So when the alarm goes off, when you get the, when you pick up Serena, you realise it's all been oh, a setup. Hell breaks loose. Yeah. It all hell breaks loose, and then it gets revealed that you've been set up. Yeah, because he was menacing. Is his out name the alarm. Victor? Oh, no, I feel like I, it's Victor. I don't know. Fucking Victor set us up. Don't know. It might be. That sounds about right, doesn't it? It's been a while it's since like I played Richard it. Richard or something. Yeah, it's so like completely different. Yeah. John. Trevor. <laughs> or Trev. Or Trev. Yeah, I don't know. If it's again, if it's wrong, then I'm sorry. Well, yeah, you you'll live. You'll be all right. Um, yeah, sure. Um, and then it's the chase scene, is it not? Because then he, that's when he's like, yeah, because you have that massive shootout, and then you get into. Yeah, because you're like escaping from the the scene, I guess, aren't you? I really enjoyed this. This was like when it hammered home for me. I was like, bloody hell, this is wicked. Yeah. I I just, uh, I mean, you don't really know what, you you can't just sit in there and you can play around with the radio and change the stations, change the signal, can't you, I think? Yeah, get stuff out. And you can even open the door and lean out, open the window and lean out. That is the best thing about this, is being able to physically just lean out the door. Like, Mm. you can open it and... Oh, it's just such a weird feeling, isn't it? And then everybody comes to try and steal Serena. Yeah, it's just loads of thugs, isn't it, really? Yeah. Just loads so, of guys and bikes and trucks and stuff. Which is cool because you have to physically lean out the windows, do- like dodge because you have to shoot past your yeah your pal. I like how he actually moves out the way when you lean over with the gun to shoot out his window. He sort yeah, of ducks out the way and looks at you like, it? what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. 
so I do I do enjoy that and then obviously the reload I think is really cool as well because you have to Mm. physically change the mags don't you so you sort of pick up the mag and then if because obviously this is enabled for move controllers yeah you pick up so you pick up the mag and then you sort of bang the ball from your left hand or right hand whichever yeah as if you're sliding into the bottom of the gun yeah and then you're on the on the move yeah which is pretty cool yeah there's just so much you can do really because the chase the the chase ends really cool with the whole that big truck turns up, doesn't it? And you're just shooting that guy out the back relentlessly. Because mm. you can blow out tires as well, can't you? Oh, so yeah, you yeah. aim for the tires and it just And if you aim for the their fuel tanks, up. I think they blow up straight away as well. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. It's, it's a very good... Oh, and then obviously... It's a very good you've... introduction to VR. Definitely. And what they... Because I think a lot of these were kind of tasters of, okay, this is what we can do. Yeah. And this is what... This you is might not coming. have this now, but you're going to be getting this relatively, you know... Soon. Soon. Yeah. And then obviously the end, um, it gets revealed that... Now, this can go either way, and I think they've done this deliberately, because you yeah, have... Yeah, it can. Because the interview... Not interview. What am Introduction. I saying? Yeah, little interview. That first bit, the whole interrogation that it flips back and forth between is a... It's a setup to draw out whatever his face is, Victor. Oh, this, we'll call him him, because that's what we called I'm him. I'm pretty sure that's what his name is. So yeah, at the end of the sort of the last part of the game, you go back to that interrogation, don't you? Yeah. Mm. With I again, I can't remember his name either, but uh, Jason Statham bloke. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, yeah, him. Because you're it, being recorded, aren't you? And he's on the phone. Or yeah. Something. And it was just all a big setup for the other bloke to draw out whoever he's called. Vic, we're going to go with Victor and Jason Statham. That is who we're going with. As to differentiate them. Basically, so. you're tied to a chair, so they're making it think that you've double-crossed them when they're actually trying to draw out Victor, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, they're making they're making it look like to Victor that you're the guy that's messed up and stolen the diamond. And, yeah, so they draw him out and then they end up confronting him. They have a pretty awesome like little fight in front of you, which you get and to witness. And then you have a decision to make. Yes, because you get thrown the gun and... This is cool because if you don't catch the gun, I think it lands on the box next to you. But also, if you drop the gun, you get a secret ending because there's three endings here. Yeah, because doesn't he? St- doesn't Victor stab? He stabs Jason Statham. <laughs> yeah, he stabs Jason Statham in the stomach, and then he stabs you if you drop the gun. Mm-hmm. But if you shoot him, I can't remember what either the characters Basically, say. But it, it looks like if he... you stab Victor, you've done the right thing. If you stab Jason Statham's character, because but then do you mean shoot? Of, oh, shoot, whatever. <laughs> but you. Because I think towards the end you think, oh, actually, shit, have I been have I been double crossed here? So you're sort of thinking, oh god, am I making the right decision? Well, either ending you get, they make it seem like whoever you save is the the good Correct guy. One. Yeah. yeah. So it, it doesn't matter either way. I think they did that deliberately so that it, mm. you know that decision isn't vital. And then it ends with a cool little like laddie theme tune, doesn't it? It sounds like da, 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 da. it sounds like oh no it's the intro the the intro music's cool I don't know if it's I don't think it's, it's the, the same, same thing but oh, it's got it? like lads over the top of it going da, 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 over the oh, top okay. of, in the background instead but it sounds like the Clash or the Jam or you know like eighty sort of it's very fitting good yeah, yeah good good music so we'll play that at the end as our little outro I, song, think, I think yeah that, that's a good one to go but with. I am looking forward to because. Everybody was raving about this, weren't they? It was definitely the one that left the most, the, the biggest impression on people, I think, from the VR Worlds thing. But everything else was kind of... Mini games, whereas mini this was games. a full story. But yeah. utilised, even though you didn't move around in the sense of walking about, everything else was done so well. So the upcoming game, 
that is sort of from the same devs. And does it follow on? Is the story? I don't think so. No. I think it's just the same sort of um, the tone is the same in it, and I think it's just a longer game. There's but it's a lot called more Blood and Truth. Yeah, and you're, you're like a nightclub out. owner or something, or you're like a bodyguard. For I a haven't nightclub, looked. I think into loads of it because yeah, it I kind be a of want to keep it a surprise. But yeah, that's coming out relatively soon. Yes. Yeah. So it's pretty awesome. It's definitely one I'll always go back to over and over again, I should think. Um, yeah. It's in, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what Blood and Truth turns out to be. I'm hoping it is going to be, you know... That... I feel like they would kind of follow suit with it just because it was such a favourite. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want it to be like a 12-hour long game. I'm hoping that they've put more in a small amount of time. Cause I think that's what they did well with the London Heist was... Mm. It was only oh, it was half an hour long, 25 minutes. Yeah, but, but I, th- I think I was disappointed because I did think it was going to be longer, but then at the same time I thought, well... Like, I don't get bored of playing it's... it over and over again. No, though, I don't. What I mean is I think when you thought, oh, it's like a big game, you thought it was going to be longer, but then I think because it was a good intro to using the VR, Yeah. when you are in it, it's, it is quite sort of taxing in terms of like... You, like it's, it's more my eyes than my head that sort of hurts sometimes if I'm in it for too long. Yeah, no, if you if you play it for, I'd say, if you're in there for about an hour, you really start to feel it on your on your eyes and your head. Mm. Like, it really starts to take effect. Because I think, un- like, even unbeknownst to me, I think I bulge my eyes quite a lot when I'm in there. Right. And then so I come out and I'm like, oh, as well. <laughs> mm. So what's up next? Uh, I think the next one, the natural one to go to next, would probably be Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes, which is the only, uh, only one I know of, the only game that's VR that's kind of co-op, isn't it? Because you're working with someone in the real world. <laughs> yeah. I think there are other games like that. Like you have the playroom. I know that's not the same thing, but you know, when you're doing the... Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. That gets everyone else involved, doesn't, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. But I think this is the only one where you literally physically can't see anything. That like if you're playing in the real world and you haven't got the headset on, you literally just see a logo or you can look at the manual. Yeah. I mean, the game is all about communication because it's essentially you are... The guy in VR, guy or girl in VR is trying to defuse a bomb and you have to explain that bomb to the person who has a manual in the real world which i think it's on this tv screen isn't it so yeah you or you can you print it out which is what we did just for sort of ease rather yeah rather than flicking back and forward i mean we're yeah. flicking back and forward with the book but it was kind of cool yeah. having an actual like item from i it. can tell you this now listeners <laughs> it's a re- if you're in a relationship and you're playing it with your other half it's a it's a make or break you have to find out who's best doing what role early on. <laughs> I genuinely believe that it, it, it could cause... I mean, it's not caused one for us, but I think it, <laughs> it could cause a breakup between some people. Yeah, it's it's very stressful. Yeah. Um, I think we worked out early, very early on that I'm better at reading the manual and you're better at being in there. Describing the bomb. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the best way around for us. I mean, I've got better recently because... Which is annoying because I really like play playing it. Yeah. <laughs> but you're like, no, read oh, it no, out I to me. I'm getting more more used to it because you have... There's some modules, like the bomb has, I think it's anywhere between three and like, I don't know, 12 modules, I think it is. Mad. Later on in the game. And you basically go up, le- you know, each level as you sort of progress and the modules get either harder or you get like two of the same module or you can get less are, time as well so some of them are really easy figure out more modules in less time or you have barely any room for error so sometimes you get three strikes on a bomb before it blows sometimes you get none yeah but they are quite good i mean you have the, the i think the hardest one for me is morse code yeah i mean i've played it again recently and i've actually found that not too bad to... The worst, the, there's that one for me that I don't like, and then the one that's got sort of the number thing. 
you but, and it's like you're you get a number yeah and it's at like the top it, your first number is this it says push the button in the second position and then it's like yeah, that then, one. then push the number that was in the third position on section whatever beforehand and so i would yeah re- that that you have to have a pad and paper for it yeah definitely. that's what i literally gonna say yeah yeah you can't do it without some of the modules there's probably about three or four you definitely need paper for yeah just so you know just helps you see what you're and the wires there's, there's one that's on the, the subject of complicated wires. complicated wires can get in the bin i i, I still <laughs> don't understand that because it's got all like these weird circles that cross and uh, stars each and other patterns. yeah in the, but the um, thing is it's like what you're manual. seeing in the real world is different to what the player's seeing as well oh completely yeah so you so just gotta try and help the diagrams <laughs> are shocking yeah I mean, you can get through them, obviously. They are passable, but yeah. they are quite hard. I mean, yeah, it's all deliberate, isn't it? It's just to but it test is good, you. It is good fun. But yeah, I think definitely play it a few times and see who's better at what, and then you can kind of go from there. Yeah, I mean, your true ability will be tested when you get to the needy modules where you have to... It'll be like you've got a, you'll be playing as normal and you'll be sorting out the other modules and then all of a sudden you'll get like i think it's like a beep or something and, and the alarm goes off that's next to you yeah and oh there's that but then there's the the mod the needy module will have like i don't know reduce the pressure and you have a minute to reduce the pressure on the bomb or it'll explode so you need to do this in between while you're figuring out other modules and you have to keep going back to it like it's constantly like the pressure's going up so you have to bring it back down it's something something along them lines the but maximum there's like three time is modules when you start you only have five minutes to do it anyway yeah something like that so that's only with just normal three modules and then as it goes up the time gets lower yeah even though you have more to do well yeah it's but like... i think then you still have the easy ones in there like the symbol ones and just the standard wire cut ones so it's like it's the first how many red wires have you got three okay cut the second wire or yeah they're fine they're always they're easy not to too do. bad and the button's always easy the red button or yellow or whatever color it is that's always an easy one to do mm. as well but, but um, I do like that one. It's it is good fun, especially when you get it right. But it can be quite stressful. Yeah, definitely. Um, so if you've got a short fuse, <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Oh, don't play it. <laughs> no, nah, it, it's a it's a cool. If you, oh, I don't know. If you stay on the easier modules, you know, if you you don't have to because they they always change. I think because when mm. it comes to like. There's like one level called something old, something new, and it will be like three the old modules that you keep doing, and it will give you one like new one. They're, they're not yeah, they too kind bad of ease do. you in, don't they? And then you unlock them as you go, so you have to sort of complete the older ones. Yeah, because the the time changes in all of them though, because there'll be there'll be some with like I think there's one with like eight minutes, and it's got twelve modules, but then you get the flip side, and there'll be like twelve really easy modules, and you have like two mm. minutes to do it in or something like that. Not yeah. that extreme, but yeah, something along them lines. But yeah, that's another definite. You know, that's why I'm still playing. It's a contender. Uh, I think that's good because obviously VRs, let's face it, they are very pricey. Even now, they've come down a good chunk in price. But I mean, we, we of, were, that's how we got it, really. It was yeah, a pretty good deal. But basically. to drop that kind of money in one sort of afternoon, it's a... It's a chunk. It's a chunk. So it's a whole new in terms game of system. that, if you <laughs> kind of go to a friend's house or a family's house or just any anyone's house. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> obviously, you know, if they give you sweets and tell you to get in the back of a van, don't do it. Yeah, probably not a good idea. No, no, no. No. But in terms of that, it's nice to sort of have a, you know, have the experience with other people so you can still get involved. It's not like you're sat around someone's house and it's like, oh, I'm going on VR. Well, what, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, you have to. Um... So it's nice to sort of have kind of, you know, when you used to have like parties with like, you know, PlayStation iToy and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, all the way. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of that sort of vibe, I would say. Yeah, I think that's the only thing the PlayStation VR needs more of is more games like 
keep talking and nobody explodes or the playroom so that you can get more people involved in it mm. because yeah it's great if you just want to play it on yourself but yeah if you've got people around or you want to make it like i don't know some sort of evening of playing it you need a you need a few i think they need to get some more games out there fair enough that's not been an easy task to do really no no but, i think they are doing i mean that now they've got the playroom too which we haven't got yet oh i didn't even know about that um i think they've got the second playroom i'm sure i saw it talked about but I don't know if yeah it's out. i think we may have got a demo i don't know i know that um, you but can... i think there are more sort of party kind of games coming out yeah and i know that you can uh co-op with like people online in mm. vrs because it's like that star trek one i think but yeah pretty cool i think the good thing is obviously now that it's being a bit more popular and you know it has come down in price especially with this i mean we usually get our games in the sale don't we the playstation store sale because they are they're pretty pricey, some of them, yeah. Mm, well, but, you know, we recently bought The Invisible Hours, which we've not really played yet, but that was about 38 quid, and we got it for, what, £9 in the sale? Something Something like stupid. We got, like, five games for the cost of a single PlayStation 4 game because of the sale, yeah. so that was that was good. That was a good. That was a good evening. Yeah. So up next, it's Sneaky Bears. Which is, yeah, that's another... So much fun. Another wicked shooter. It's, it's one of, it's by one of those. Warducks, isn't it? That's is it by Warducks? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it's another cool shoot 'em up game. But it's, you know, it's got that sort of kiddie. It's got, I think it's that's what I kind of like with the Playroom VR worlds and things like this is because even though they're kind of universal, aren't they? So, I mean, remember that night your dad went on the deep sea diving one yeah, and your yeah. mom was just Dying. crying her yeah. eyes out? Yeah. Because even though some of them are sort of aimed at kids, especially the playroom, yeah. as adults, you have the best time. Exactly, yeah. So much fun. And I think this is definitely one of them. Yeah. It's quite a simple concept, but it's one that's um, it, a good sort of level of challenge in that, in it. you know, the first sort of levels. Because you have, what is it? You have three different types of gameplay, I think. You have one where it's like a survival of like just rounds. So you have these bears coming at you. And you've got to, like, wait, this panda who's your, like, pal is saving Yeah, and he's like, dude, yeah. we needed to feed the evil bear. And he has a name, but I can't remember what it is. Yeah, they, they have cool characters. Like, the main villain in the game, who's this evil bear, he's, like, basically, he's, like, a parody Bond villain, essentially. Yeah. So he comes out with all, the, like, these puns, bear puns and stuff, and he's, like, Dr. Evil, essentially, from Austin Powers. And but he's kind form. of like has the eye patch, like yeah, he's number very number two, yeah, 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 very much <laughs> number two, number two, <laughs> yeah. So it's like him, but it is such a funny game, and it's so much fun to play with with everybody because I think again with that the immersion in that's crazy because when you watch it, you're like, oh, they're only bears, but yeah. when they're next to you, you're like, fucking hell, I, no, I, I, I love, it. I love watching people get scared by them because you'll be like focusing on one side of like the thing, like you'll be shooting them basically. So that's yeah, basically you just have to. It's just a little sort off. of shoot 'em up. So you basically have like a nerf guns, essentially, nerf aren't they? Gun, yeah, you have a shotgun and a pistol in the first lot, and you have to just shoot these bears, you know, until the round ends and the other bear, the other the panda has rescued the other bears. So you have in your left hand is the shotgun. Yeah, I think so. The right hand is the pistol. Yeah, which yeah, again, they're just... just they're just toy guns, which I think that's a good thing as well because even though a lot of adults play it, I mean we play it. Yeah, we're quite childish, obviously, but. <laughs> It's good that a kid could play that and it's not really a violent, game that's yeah. like overly violent. Yeah. So it's something that everybody... It's very family-friendly. It's very PG. Friendly. Yeah. Very PG, yeah. Um, but it's good. But it is scary when you have... Because there's these different types of bears in it and you have like these... They're kind of... They've got like f- American football helmets on, I think. And, and they're, they're like the shields, height of you. They? And they have they're these huge, massive shields. And when you shoot massive. the shields out their hand, at first they're very slow. And as soon as you shoot the shields out their hand, they 
come running at you, don't they? I remember and Greg playing it, and he was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah, people proper jump though because you'll and be Greg's facing what, like, like six foot four, six foot he's, five. He's, he's a, massive, he's a isn't giant. he? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's a, it is hilarious watching people get terrified by these bears sneaking up. Funny. I'm a sister as well. Like you have because the little bears they get at your feet, don't they're they? They're like ankle biters. And, yeah. If they if you don't see them come up to you, and you say you're looking over you on your right, and they come up mm. on your left, and they'll just be like there, and then you turn around, and you're like, oh my god, there's yeah. one right there. Where did you come and it's from? It's just brilliant seeing everyone like panic from it. It is such a good game. And then as as you progress with that, I mean, you have different. I think you have three modes, like you said, and then you can have up to is it level ten of each one? So no, nah, I think there's five levels. Is it five? There's well, five. Yeah, that's just pure carnage isn't it when you get to the fifth one yeah because again the bears there's different variants on them so you have like the ones that just come up to you and sort of beat you up then you have like the big bears I then think you, you have, have ones some that flying on, on balloons, balloons yeah and then <laughs> yeah. you have ones that shake up like coke bottles basically yeah and then they fly over to you as like little missiles and if they hit yeah. you have to shoot them out the sky but you have to also have to shoot them and they're miles away like right in the background i do like the fire bucket sort of challenge you which want. is the second section isn't it and you yeah about fires so while you have it's the same one, thing isn't it yeah so you have one gun that's a water gun and yeah. then you have your standard pistol i think yeah i think that's right and then you're sort of having to shoot the bears as they're coming towards you but also putting out fires in these little waste paper bins yeah so it just adds a little bit more challenge to it doesn't it like the old way of doing it. yeah and then obviously when you run out of water or you run out of um so they look like you kind of fire up ping pong balls with your pistol, don't you? Yeah, pretty you? much, yeah. Um, you have to throw the gun away and sort of pick them back up from your holster. That's right, yeah. So it's kind of, again, it's a lot of button mashing with the moves, but it's it's funny because you're sort of like, oh, God. And you can throw the guns at them as well. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> when you're done with them. It's a proper workout, though, on the later levels because you're, you're constantly twisting. You're like, yeah. You're proper, you know, good core, you know, strength going on there. You're proper twisting all over the place and, like, it's... It's nuts. And then I think the last sort of section is the bomb facility, isn't it? Yeah. You when you're a, on the conveyor belt. You've got a freeze gun, don't you? And you have to freeze yeah. each bomb as they come around on the... Be- yeah, because if they get to the end, they blow up your friend, don't they, I think? Yes, yeah. And so again, you're having to rescue your panda friend. And then it's, again, the whole same concept with the different types of bears coming to get you and you have mm. to shoot them, so... But yeah, it's cool. I like so much fun. And there's a there is a boss battle which is quite difficult, which is like mm. a combination of all it's of them. It's all of them, yeah. And it's like as you slowly like destroy his suit or, or, or like you know his big like he's got this big machine type. And thing. he's like tiny, isn't he? He's one of the really small bears, and he's just I in think this so. massive machine. Yeah, yeah. And you've got to just you know basically defeat him. And it's like it's kind of like a um, Crash Bandicoot boss where you have like Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> crash Bandicoot. It's like my nan. She doesn't say co-op. She says co-op. I've never said crash like that before. Anyway, but no, he honestly, he's, uh, you've never said that. I'm just going to pretend that we're going to edit that out in post. No, I'm going to leave so, that uh, in. Editing sound to me. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> mm, it's not fair. You can do it if you want. Nah, you're better at doing it than me. Exactly. I'm, I'm useless. Or is that it. just a lazy man's way out? I think it is. Look, I've got the equipment. Okay. Right. Oh, God, cry me a bloody river. Oh, dear. Cry but, me a river. Oh, my God, here she goes. Song oh, oh, for every oh, occasion. Oh, this is a long song. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'd never introduced you to the IT crowd now. Oh, it's my life now. I know. Even it's quite old, isn't it, now? But yeah, it's the best. Yeah, I can live with that. It's the best. But anyway, I we, think um, I would like to see another Sneaky Bears. Uh, Yeah, I, 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 I'm all for that. Yeah, I like... The, all that kind of... Wasn't that made in Unreal Engine as well? Mm, probably i think quite a lot of them sort of games mm. are uh, unreal so and uh, unity are quite good mm. for vr games i think but yeah i was quite pleased because that's warducks is it their first game or their second game 
I don't. I can't remember. It's their first VR game, I think. Mm. I think they did like console games and that. Oh, okay. Like, not, like um, uh, like I think they did a few phone games and stuff. Yeah, I, could be I was really wrong. impressed because I think when you think sneaky bears, you just think, oh god, is it just gonna be like a bloody kids game? And you play it and you're like, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, I was really impressed by it. I it didn't, is so I didn't much know what fun. to think at first, but yeah, um, there's not many things I've really been. Uh, I don't know it. Just, yeah, I think it's the big story games for me. I like them in VR, but there's something about them. I think. The, the main thing for me is the motion sickness. I don't like it really. No. Um, after playing, uh, I think it was playing Skyrim for 20 odd minutes mm. because you're cons- you can like use the move controllers to jump. So it like it'll it'll fade yeah. to black and you'll poof into this different area of the level. Basically, I think where what you I point don't... the controller, but you do really get you know your head gets messed up if you keep running around too much i think what i don't like about the vr is i find it quite restrictive and obviously i know as technology goes on like anything it it will improve but i think because it's wired and you know when you see like i think it's the htc where you can literally just you can physically move around to move yeah but i think they have different sensors and that don't they they have Mm. room sensors as opposed to the playstation is just the camera and the camera picks up the balls and the the lights on the headset yeah so, so i think in future i would like to kind of see more mobility because oh, you know when you're playing further like that games when you when, i mean we'll get onto these in a few future vault vr episodes yeah but when you sort of go on to play croft manor in rise of the tomb raider yeah you can either move you know in a certain way or you can sort of i can't think what it's called but you basically sort of highlight where you want to put her and yeah, which is what it's like in Skyrim, yeah. Jump forward, and I don't really like that. It's the same in Invisible Hours. Yeah. I'd like to just freely kind of move. This is the problem, though. This is where it, is, it does bug you up. If you mm. you really have to get your uh, head like um, Basically, adjusted you, to that you, movement. If you move, I feel like you need to be stationary if you want to look around. If you're if you're moving, as in like with a D pad or the analogs, yeah, and you're looking around, that's what really sends you. I think I can't stand up and play a game where you're moving around because as soon as you stop i feel myself swaying because mm. of the i just the feeling's horrible i'd have to i have to sit down yeah with a with the main game like that i normally do sit down yeah it's like resi i had to sit down for the bit of that that i played in mm. vr but yeah. but we'll get to those games in a future vault, vault vr, VR episode oh yes mm. unison <laughs> <laughs> yep jinx oh, uh-huh. um yeah that is our first vault vr episode i think we've you know, we've covered basically the first three games that sort of had an impact really on us. I mean, they're still games we play. They're mm. still ones we go back to. So I think they always will be as long as we have a, a first iteration of the VR. I'm sure yes. there'll be a VR tour at some point, probably on the PS5, I should think. Probably. I feel like what we'll also be doing as well is, ladies and gents, we'll probably end up doing something about the Playlink as well. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, um, I need to get a few more games There's not a lot of games on there at the moment, but there's a few. I there's mean, definitely have a two hit, I want to play. hidden agenda yeah. we, we can talk about for a, for a while. And so. there's that, that trivia game looks kind of cool. Yeah, that I does look I, fun. I, I don't really know what the reviews and that have been like on it, but that's something I wouldn't mind having a yeah, go. Yeah, it does look good. So thanks for listening to yes, thank episode you very much. four. Yep. Um, what we're going to try and do is, like I said previously, is sort of every four episodes or so have a Vault VR segment. Yeah. And we'll talk about a couple of games with that. We've downloaded some new ones, as we said before. So we're hoping to sort of get, you know, play through those and, and see what they're like, really. Yeah, yeah, we've got some time. But, yeah, there's quite a few new ones we've got that we need to get our teeth into. But in two weeks' time, we'll be back with episode five. And episode five, I'm excited. Shall we say what it's about? 
Um, sure, go for it. Shall we? Yeah, or should we lead it? I mean, it's a bit of a, it's a very much a curveball from what we've kind of been doing. Mm. Especially from like, especially the last It's a episode. game about naked mud wrestling. <laughs> wow, let's hope not. I mean, there might be a version of that you can do in one of the expansion packs. Uh-huh. Oh, 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 there's a little Easter egg there. It's about The Sims. Woo! Woo! Oh my God, it's so exciting. <laughs> so exciting. I mean, it's a weird one to talk about because it's been a very long time. I feel since like I can it. talk about this as the cows come home, so I think I'm going to be fine. I could have done years ago, but I think I'm going to struggle a little bit. But Who I'll, knows? I will, um, I'll, you know, I'll take it Who on. Who knows? I'll take it Who on. Knows? It's definitely one that I'm excited. I used to play a lot. So, mm. yeah. So Let join... us know. Do you like playing The Sims? Do you like playing the VR? We mm. want to hear your thoughts. So tweet us at the underscore fees. And at JHS16, which I now finally remembered and can say comfortably. Yeah, but um, sometimes I feel like you, it's, it just dips out of your head. Mm. I don't know. We'll see in the next one. <laughs> yeah, see you in the next one. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye.